When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In the real world, history lies beneath our feet. Tales of the past are often hidden in puzzles and riddles left behind by ancient civilizations, and it is the quest of the archaeologist to piece these stories together. In the next year, this quest will come to the world of Minecraft, and players will be able to stitch together the lore of their realm as they brush away the layers of the past. What clues might lie hidden just beneath the surface of the Caves and Cliffs update? Well, let's find out in this episode of Dig Straight Down. What is going on, crafters? Welcome back to another episode of Dig Straight Down with me, your host, Rebel JC, recording on Saturday, October 31st, 2020. Happy Halloween, y'all. <laughs> Hope you're having a good, creepy, spooky Halloween holiday. I guess in the past, since this is going out on Monday after Halloween, so hope you're still eating all your candy, hope you're hitting up the grocery stores for their candy sale, um, because they have to get rid of all their overstock, so stay safe, social distance, wear a mask, all that stuff, you guys know by now. Um, this has been a pretty amazing week for uh, Minecraft 1.17 news. A few things have happened First of all, uh, Bedrock players got their first glimpse of 1.17 uh, on the 28th of October, so that was pretty cool, and thankfully a lot of them make videos, so us Java players were able to actually participate in the excitement as well. <sighs> so, uh, and also, uh, Mojang released, I believe it was um, yesterday for me, which would have been the 30th, uh, they released a video on YouTube. Uh, it was an Ask Mojang video all about the Caves and Cliffs update. A lot of the developers were on the video, uh, including Lady Agnes, King Bee Dogs, Olaf, um, a few others who were really, really active also on Twitter. So um, yeah, as an aside, by the way, guys, if you want to get a, if you don't have anything against getting a Twitter and you want to keep up with some really good Minecraft news, Twitter's the place to do it. Just follow all the Minecraft devs. They're pretty active, and they will um, oftentimes drop little clues and hints, and they'll ask for your feedback as well, so that's a good thing to do. Um, but yeah, there was a lot of really cool things talked about in uh, that video. Uh, one of the things that I, or was just on my mind recently was, I believe it was King Bee Dogs was talking about a new use um, for Amethyst that hasn't been discussed yet because right now I know we can use amethyst gemstones to create telescopes um, that's at, that's in the plans but there are a few other uses that are possibly coming so they didn't give away any hints as to what those might be um, but uh, that's exciting so I'm gonna put that link to the video in the show notes so you guys can check that out and guys with that being said let's dig into the next segment of this episode 
And the next segment of this episode is a community highlight. And I'm going to talk about the first glimpse of 1.17 that we had for Bedrock players um, just a couple of days ago for me. So a few things that um, were shown in uh, that um, snapshot, I guess you could call it, were uh, a few things that were kind of noteworthy to me were, of course, first of all, the powder snow. And basically, if you guys haven't seen anything about this, it looks exactly like a regular snow block. It's a, you know, full block. It looks very uh, opaque. It's not transparent at all. There's nothing to give any hints about what it might be. But if you stand on the block, or if any other mob stands on the block, you will eventually sink through. Now, an interesting way to get around this, they said, was to wear leather boots, which I was excited to see because finally some use for leather um, uh, armor was finally added. So I'm excited to see that. So powder snow is very exciting. I'm excited to see what this is going, what role this is going to play in uh, as far as PvP goes, is setting up traps, um, mini games possibly. I'm wondering if maybe. I don't know that I don't I didn't see anybody talk about whether or not you take fall damage on it or whether or not um, entities or items will sink through that would have I mean entities obviously will I don't know if that extends to possibly armor stands or minecarts or boats or those those types of things I don't know but th there's a lot that remains to be seen about the powder snow but as far as I can tell it's going to be a very fun feature and I can't help but think what is going to happen if you sink through powder snow and find yourself in a uh, two by two area alongside a creeper who also fell in there. That's that that would be rather scary. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, the second little thing that I that I, I loved from the snapshot was the goat horn. Guys, goats have a chance to drop a goat horn if they ram into a tree. Um, I wonder if this is going to extend to them ramming into things like stone walls or anything like that. If they ram into any sort of hard surface, will they have a chance to produce a, a, or drop a goat horn? Now, this goat horn is used to, is basically an instrument now. You use it to create a trumpeting, a trumpeting sound, very similar to what you hear in the beginning of a raid and we what this feature will actually do if it'll affect anything in the world if it'll affect any mobs remains to be seen but of course i've got a lot of ideas for the goat horn maybe i'll unpack those in another episode a third thing the last thing i saw was the interaction between creepers and goats now goats will basically randomly do a headbutt attack against anything around them no matter what it is and that extends to creepers and creepers of course will go on a revenge rampage against the goat and so that might possibly be a oversight and that might be patched later on because i doubt that people will want um, their pet goat to ram a creeper that's right outside their front door and then that creeper blow up in aggravation um, I don't think that this will stick around, but if it does, the only positive that I see happening out of this interaction is possibly a very inefficient way to make an automatic mine <laughs> um, by feeding maybe a goat breeder and a creeper um, uh, spawner into the same area and just having them interact with each other. 
Um, but, but otherwise, I don't see this feature sticking around. I think that they'll probably make it to where goats ignore or run away from creepers. Uh, but the, yeah, there's a lot to um, that I, I didn't go into that were shown in the video. So guys, the videos are all over YouTube if you want to check out what the Bedrock players were fortunate enough to experience. Um, so go check out those videos and let me know what you guys think. So with that being said, guys, let's dig straight down into the next segment of this episode. So guys, we're picking up in this segment with a listener challenge. Now, last episode, I challenged my listeners to make desert wells more interesting and worth finding, giving me suggestions on how to do this. And I got a lot of suggestions to go through. So we're going to start at the very top with LlamaFace89. And LlamaFace says, trees near desert wells should be really cool. Like make them into like a small oasis maybe with a chance of parrot spawning it would make them more of a destination and also a way to get a few trees in the desert and i think this is actually going to happen when they finally update the desert like they said they would i think one of the things that they said they were going to introduce into the desert was a palm tree which kind of makes me think maybe that there's going to be oasises or wait oasises is that how you say it or is it oasi oases i don't know <laughs> um, but it makes me think that maybe these things will happen around desert wells. I think that would be really, really cool. Incredimike says, signs of life would be really interesting and maybe broken structures or this is a good spot for a archaeology point. Maybe there will be an increased likelihood of ruined portals spawning around desert wells. I like this idea too because it gives the idea that the well was made there for a reason and that this is like a sign of an ancient civilization possibly. I like that idea a lot. Infinite Nyman says, I would put loot in some of them or put trees around them like in deserts in real life. I do like the idea of having loot there um, because if deserts are only a sign of oases in the um, desert, that's not really a reason for me to go find them. I want to get something out of a desert well, so I like the idea of loot. Obni says, maybe they could lead to an underground water cave with some ruins or an underground village and maybe some kind of dungeon as well all with floating sand to make it all super dangerous. And I love that last idea there, the, the, the idea of a unstable cave that's made out of sand that if you place a block or if you mine something, it all comes collapsing down, giving an element of like fragility and danger. You need to be very careful in these areas. I like that idea a lot. High Hope says, it'd be cool if you found the azalea tree by the desert wells. So like they tapped the lush cave and that's how they're getting their water into the well. I like that idea a lot because it makes a lot of sense. It just kind of bring it builds that lore around the desert well. Um, because right now, if you go to a desert well and you dig down, there's probably not going to be water beneath the well. So where's that water coming from? I like the, how it answers that problem. Infina says... Maybe the water in the well can be used in the nether, but only the water in the well, and you cannot transport it to your house. You have to keep it in buckets. So giving the water in the well some interesting properties there. And actually, that would make wells very much worth finding, because if the water that you find in the well is a special kind of water that you can actually use in the nether, ooh, that might be a little overpowered, but that would definitely make wells very, very much worth finding. Diamond Hunter 526 says, 
I think a good thing to do for Desert Wells would be that you could hop into the water and battle some mummies and then get some ancient armor with ancient enchantments. I think Mojang has said repeatedly, I think because people really want mummies, and hey, I'm one of them, but they have said on multiple occasions that husks kind of fill that mummy void <laughs> in Minecraft, so I don't think we're going to have actual mummies, but I do like the idea, of course, of getting ancient armor. I love the idea of finding armor in the world that you can't craft, and I know that chainmail is sort of like that, but chainmail is kind of lackluster in my opinion um could be improved and if it was improved it probably would go after a lot more but i do like the idea of ancient armor maybe with enchantments that you can't get anywhere else so yeah there's a lot of really really great ideas there and um i have a new challenge for you listeners so my challenge to you guys is add one new pet to minecraft i'm looking for some simple ideas but really really creative ideas for a new pet in Minecraft. And if you want to get in on this, what you can do is either email me at digstraightdowncast at gmail.com or you can join the Discord. And the link, of course, is going to be in the show notes. If you want to get in on these listener challenges and have your ideas read out on the show, this is the way to do it, guys. Join in on the fun. We're having a lot of fun now on the Discord. So yeah, hop in on there and uh, join the fun. So let's dig into the next segment of the episode. So guys, last episode, I told you that I was super excited to talk about archaeology. Archaeology is my favorite feature revealed so far in the Caves and Cliffs update. Honestly, if archaeology was the only thing we got in this this update, if it was just the archaeology update, I would be super happy. Just because of the scope of possibilities that are in this 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 feature it's just amazing that you can go out there and you can find things in the sand that are buried that are there to put together some sort of story and lore for you so for this discussion it was kind of opened up by uh, a guy on twitter so daniel okori tweeted i think it'd be really cool if there was exclusive skeleton slash fossil pets you could find buried in the archaeological dig sites the skeleton dog from Minecraft Earth would be an awesome option. It would motivate pet lovers to try to find their next spooky best friend. And there was a picture attached to this tweet of the Minecraft Earth skeleton dog. And Olroth, the developer who's pretty much in charge, or at least the, the, the outspoken developer for the archaeology um, feature, said in reply, he said, These are the kinds of things I'm looking for. What other unique things can you find in the archaeology site? Not just more tools or ores. Archaeology is really not about getting the strongest items in the game. It is about the world building, players' stories. And that was a great thing for him to say because now I know what direction to go in with my uh, ideas here. So, of course, I would love to dig around in the desert and find the sword of the the ancients that has an amazing magical property. Of course, I would love to find those things. But I like the direction he's taking archaeology. It's not about getting more powerful. It's about building. It's about world building. It's about coming up with stories for the game that you are playing. And it really adds much more depth to what 
to what the player is doing. So it's it's a lot of people that go into a world, they'll build their house and they'll play the game and they'll go through the progression, but there won't be any depth behind that. There, it'll just be very surface level. It'll be very much about just building and just fighting mobs. But archaeology is adding this new dimension to that to where you actually have a prompt there to answer some questions. Now, Orof is looking for suggestions that are specifically for this kind of thing. And so I put together a few ideas that I think would be really good to prompt the player to come up with with stories and with lore, but also things that have some functionality too. So first of all, when I think of excavation sites and archaeology, and particularly things like tombs and burial sites, the first thing I think of is jewelry. And I'm thinking about uh, when they dug up King Tut's tomb and they found all these these golden items and these these bracelets and these necklaces and rings and stuff, I think it would be really awesome to find these things. So necklaces, bracelets, rings, masks, that kind of thing. These could be introduced in a way that, one, encourages us to think about the civilization that left these behind, but also maybe this is a way to finally customize armor without really making armor more powerful because right now especially if you're on a multiplayer server if everybody's got the top tier gear they at least are all wearing diamond armor or netherite armor and everybody kind of looks about the same and it's all covering up the skin that you spend a lot of time making so this would be a really good way to set yourself apart on a, on a uh, multiplayer server by finding things like masks that you can attach to your helmet or uh, necklaces that you can attach to your chest plate and bracelets that you I mean there's a lot of really cool possibilities here so the second idea was archaeologists have found things like ancient board games while excavating tombs and stuff so what if there were tokens or cards or things like that that we could find and we can collect and play games with in multiplayer so this adds like a mini game within Minecraft. So imagine that you're going to a dig site, you're digging up, you find this little tile with the symbol on it, and there's an in-game system where it's sort of like a card game that you can play within Minecraft. And maybe this is the only thing nitwit villagers are interested in trading because they're sort of like the lazy ones that don't really have any jobs around the village. So they sort of, the idea is that they just play games all the time. So maybe it gives the idea of maybe there's collectibles out there. So maybe there are 10 of these tokens or tile things that you can find out there and you're in a rush to find all 10 of them and you can build your deck or whatever. I don't know. It's just an interesting idea, I think, because games are something that have been around for all of human history, and that could be really reflected in the archaeology system. Third idea, what about curses here? Uh, the idea is we could be brushing away some dirt, maybe we see something shiny, but it turns out to be like a curse, and curses could be really bad or just something like temporary blindness. This would add a bit of risk to the process of archaeology. And my last idea here is that we already have huge bone structures in the overworld, which would be really great archaeology sites. But what if ancient villagers maybe revered these creatures as like godlike beings? We could find ceremonial rattles, masks, or drums around the fossils, and maybe a clue? <laughs> 
that these were in fact red dragons, thus sort of retroactively adding red dragons into Minecraft. Maybe we could find things like red dragon scales that we could use in brewing potions, or maybe in, as a way to get better enchantments in an enchanting table. I don't know. I, I, I love the idea of giving more meaning to the bone fossil structures that we can already find in our in the in the overworld but also of course i mean i'm a red dragon fan i really want there to be a red dragon somehow in minecraft and this would be a way to do it maybe we can just confirm that these dinosaur things were in fact red dragons um so olroth did a live stream event with some minecrafters he did it with uh cub fan etho echo soldier and exuma um, where they discussed all these ideas that they had about archaeology and uh, the Caves and Cliffs update in general. They really spent a lot of time talking about archaeology because that is Olroth's favorite feature that he likes to talk about. And um, one of the things that they did throughout the show was uh, some, of the craft some of the Minecrafters would go off and build some ideas that would then be voted on by the people watching the live stream. And without going into too much detail, there were two winners out of these this sort of informal contest. One of them, made by Etho, was sort of a reimagining of a dungeon. So right now in Minecraft, the Minecraft dungeons are just these cubic <laughs> rooms of mossy cobblestone with a spawner in the middle. Then not very not very great in my opinion. And so what Etho did was he expanded on that idea and made it into an actual tomb site that had two skeleton spawners, a burial site, and some places with possible pottery, um, uh, possible uh, clay pots that could be there, some places where you could find some loot, and of course the whole thing would have been an archaeological dig site. I really loved that idea. It was really awesome. The second thing that uh, was voted on in one was a cave variant. Didn't have a lot to do with archaeology site, but it was made, I think it was made by uh, Cub Fan and Exuma, and I might be confused on that. It might have been Cub Fan and Etho. I'm, I'm, I might be completely uh, wrong about that. I did not make a note on who built it. Um, but it was this crystal cave, and it was inspired by an actual place in Mexico, an actual cave where these, these giant gypsum crystals just growing out of the walls and the ceiling and it was just this beautiful thing and they were mirroring that idea and out of this idea came a discussion of different crystals that could be added to the game and what those crystals could do so it was a really really cool live stream Whew, there's a lot of possibilities here in the 1.17 update not least of which is the archaeological dig site system I'm a huge fan of that, and I love it so much. So, guys, that brings us to the end of this episode. If you have any questions or comments, any ideas at all that you want to share with me, email me at digstraightdowncast at gmail.com. You can also join the Discord. The link is going to be in the show notes of this episode. You can connect with me on Twitter at rebeljc underscore 92. And if you're feeling particularly generous today, you could drop by apple podcasts and leave me a good review i would really appreciate that so guys as always until next episode keep digging straight down